It's Thursday night, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and welcome to another episode of Be Unique's Unscripted, where we talk to artists, musicians, performers, and business professionals. My name is Tony Taylor. I'll be your host for this evening. You know, you could spend your Thursday nights anywhere, and we are excited you're spending it with us. The conversation is cool, it's calm, and it's casual. You can also be a part of the conversation by dialing 516-418-5651. Now, before we begin, let's talk about why you need to get on your phone and go to BeUnique.org. That's B-U-N-E-K-E.org. Here's what Be Unique is all about. Our mission is to work today to change tomorrow using digital mediums to connect the world with professional storytelling and media production. We work to educate, inspire, and foster positivity and creativity worldwide through video, audio, and a spectacular literary magazine featuring writers from around the world. The newest Be Unique magazine is out right now, and you can read it online along with Be Unique Brevard magazine, the Space Coast premier magazine. Be Unique is also a media powerhouse. Not only do you get this incredible podcast hosted by me, Tony Taylor, but 11 other shows. So sit back, Get comfortable and get ready to dial 516-418-5651 with your questions, comments, and whatever else you may want to say. Let's meet our guest. And uh, I want to welcome you to another edition of Be Unique's Unscripted tonight. We have, as our guest, me. That's right. I'm guest hosting because, we, yes, we had another unexpected situation happen with one of our guests, and they could not be on the show tonight. And just so you know, you're probably seeing that this is probably uh, looking like a pattern, and sometimes it does because we book guests so far in advance. And then uh, when we go to schedule them for their designated date, sometimes they've forgotten. Sometimes things happen. They've scheduled other things. And um, we're left with still having to do the show, which is what we want to do, but having to improvise. And uh, this week, um, I decided to take the show. Um, I'm going to be talking about something that uh, I've discovered recently, but I got to give you a little bit of backstory first. Uh, probably don't know this, but uh, I'm back in school. That's right. I am the um, obligatory old guy back in school. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I, I appreciate it. Yes. It's been, it's been a while. In fact, it's, uh, I haven't been to school uh, since 1994. And uh, you do the math. You do the math. But I haven't been back in a long time, and uh, I've noticed that uh, my study facets of my mind and being uh, uh, really full of cobwebs. So it's taken a lot of uh, conditioning to get used to sitting down and hitting the books. But it has been an absolute pleasure. And uh, I'm only three weeks into it now, and I'm loving every minute of it. Um, it's been a really good experience, and I hope it continues to be a good experience, which I'm sure it is. But uh, one of the classes I'm taking is called Entertainment Technology, and it's kind of an introduction to the major that I'm going to finish out, which is, of course, digital media. 
And in this class, uh, I, I noticed that when I looked up the textbook, it was something that was very strange. It wasn't something that was like intro to entertainment technology. No, it was a book called Clifton Strengths for Students. Your strength journey begins here. And it's written by a gentleman named Don Clifton, who we'll talk about in just a couple of minutes. But um, this book is – I understand um, everybody's book that they use when they first start school. And I was wondering, why are we going to use this? And um, three weeks into it, I definitely understand. This book is designed as a self-help book, and the difference is – is that instead of focusing on those things that become a detriment to us throughout our day, throughout our week, throughout our month, these focus on the strengths that we have, the strengths that each one of us has. And I'll tell you right now, each one of us is unique. Each one of us is different. Each one of us is our own separate being. So we probably, you know, when we look at success, we think of a, of a band like the Beatles, or we think of Bill Gates, Steve Jobs. We think of people like that, and like, God, why can't I be like any of those people? Why can't I, you know, um, be like them and, and have this incredibly impactful life? And guess what? You're, according to Mr. Clifton, you're never going to be those people. Never. Because everybody is different. But Instead of looking at our weaknesses, instead of focusing on those things that you know seem to tie us down, what Clifton has done in his book is focused on the strengths that each one of us has. In fact, he's come up with 34 strengths. Now, in class, uh, the first assignment we had to do was take the Clifton Strengths test. And how you do that is when you get – your book, you get an access code, you go to a website, you plug in your access code, and you sit down and take a test, which is going to probably take you about 30 to 45 minutes. It is a lot of questions, but these questions go over all of these different aspects of you, how you react in different situations, how do you react with people, uh, what pushes you forward, what holds you back, that kind of thing. And uh, you'll sit there, and then it will spit out its assessment. And our, uh, our assignment was to find our three strengths, according to Don Clifton, the author, uh, that we had. And uh, in the second part of the show, I'll talk about my own personal ones. Uh, but we should first of all – and tonight too, by the way, and I, I would love to say that I've written every piece of spoken word on this podcast tonight, but I'm not. But I'm going to be reading sections or excerpts. From the book, uh, because the book is written so simply – I mean the book is so simple to read that the power of its message uh, cannot get lost on anybody. Uh, it's very easy, very accessible, very easy to read. But first, um, you're probably thinking to yourself, well, who is this Don Clifton guy, and you know, why, should I, you know, why should I pay attention to him? Well, in the um, early 1950s… Don Clifton uh, was a popular psychology instructor and researcher at the University of Nebraska, and he started thinking. Uh, he started thinking. <laughs> he started thinking about all the ways the field of psychology had to describe what is wrong with people—not right, not, but what is wrong with people. 
and medically, psychologically, and socially. And the very few ways it had to identify what is right with people. So Clifton began researching, you know, why some people become great at what they do and others don't. And for one project with, uh, I think it was the IRT, ROTC students in the mid-1950s, uh, he looked closely at the common factors of successful people. And the study just kept expanding and expanding and expanding. And in 1998, Clifton, he was then chairman of Gallup, you know, Gallup polls. Uh, chairman of Gallup, he sought to invent what he thought of as a common language and talent themes to describe what people do well. So Gallup researchers, right, they mined their database, which contained more than 100,000, 100,000 talent-based interviews at the time and looked for patterns. And they examined specific questions that Gallup had used in studies of successful executives, salespeople, uh, customer service representatives, course teachers, doctors, lawyers, students, nurses, and people in in other fields. And uh, it was through this process, right? The Clifton and Gallup researchers established what they say are the 34 themes of talent. And then uh, researchers then developed the first version of this Clifton Strengths Assessment Test to measure, you know, one, uh, uh, to measure, measure distinct talents, I guess. Now, as of this, as of today, more than 16 million people, 16 million people have taken the assessment. And the American Psychological Association officially gave Clifton a presidential combination as the father of strength psychology. So, yeah, we can sit down with this book and we can look at it and go, you know what? Don Clifton is somebody who needs to be paid attention to. And I love I, – I personally – and I'm probably going to repeat this like a million times during this podcast. But I, I personally love the fact that – you know, and I've read you know, all sorts of self-help books because believe me, I need self-help. Um, but I've read a whole bunch of self-help books, and, uh, you know, and, and, and they do tend to focus on the weaknesses we exhibit. But this one, this one is different. This one focuses on strengths. And it's not just one strength. It's not just two strengths. And in the book, he, um, he actually wants you to draw out your top five. Now, my assignment in college was just going with the top three. But Clifton wants you to draw out your top five. And your top five are going to be completely unique. And they're completely unique to you. That is why I'll never be Steve Jobs and I'll never be Bill Gates because it's impossible for me to do that. Because my strengths, my strengths, the, what comprises, you know, my, you know, the strengths that I have is completely different than anybody else's, anybody else's at all. So there are 35. Four strength themes that Don Clifton came up with along, you know, with the Gallup folks. And you're probably wondering, well, what are those 34? 
Well, they're interesting. They're very interesting. And what I'm going to do tonight is I'm going to try to get through as many as I can. But what I'd like you to do is listen to what these themes are and see for yourself if you could possibly be that one theme, that set two themes, that three thing themes that I'm describing. And maybe you too can write these down and keep them somewhere in your memory bank and draw them out as you go through your day. And again, I want to you know, describe how you get to finding your themes. You want to visit the website www.strengthquest.com, okay? And then you're going to sign in, and you're going to get your access code, and then you'll enter the access code. And then once you've registered, you can complete the Clifton Strength online talent assessment. You can review your personalized Clifton Strengths report. And you can access source – listen, this is really cool, right? You can access source – access – access source, access source. Uh, You can access resources, activities, and more to help you develop and use your Clifton Strengths. And uh, it, this also includes a digital version of the Clifton Strengths for Students book. Um, like the title says for tonight's unscripted episode, I'm like, why Clifton Strengths for Students is for Everyone. Well, as I've taken my class and as I've read through the book and as we've done exercises with the book, um, I realize this, this book is a vital, vital resource for people. Not just – I mean, I, it shouldn't just be relegated to college students, although it is perfect because when you get out of high school and if you're in your first year of college, uh, it's kind of intimidating. I mean, I'm not in my first year of college, but I am in my first year of college because of X amount of years I've been away. And it is a little intimidating. And, you know, as a, as a new college student, the younger ones, uh, you know, it can seem a bit overwhelming. Uh, and being able to have in writing granted, in writing granted, a, a survey – not a survey, but a uh, – what's the word I'm looking for? It's the word I'm looking for. To have in, in writing, let's say, uh, what your strengths are, I mean you know from going through your strengths how to tackle certain problems that you'll face in your college or better yet, if you're not in college, know how to face certain challenges, troubles, complications – that you're going to face during the day and during the week and during the month and during the year. But what you can do is kind of you know, saddle up behind those strengths and use those strengths to overcome what seems to be very overwhelming to you at the time. And knowing your strengths is knowing how to utilize them. And utilizing your strengths will get you through those moments where you may seem hopeless. It may seem like it's impossible to solve. Any problem facing you is just this big, huge mountain that you cannot climb. And you can climb it, and you will climb it because you know the strengths you have, and you know how to combat what faces you. And I think that is just really cool. I really do. I think that is just really cool. In fact, it deserves one of these. Yeah, exactly. It deserves one of those. 
because knowing your strengths is is according to Don Cleston, it's 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 half the battle, and it really is. Now, uh, there are thirty four strengths, and I think we'll be a little orderly with this tonight, and we'll go in alphabetical order. And I promise to get through as many of these as I possibly can. And if you're enjoying this. Uh, one show tonight, and you would like to go through this book even more. Number one, go out to Amazon or your local bookseller, preferably, and buy it. Buy it. It's by Don Clifton. It's a bestseller. It's the Clifton Strengths for students. But just take your black sharpie, and you can go ahead and put a little cross mark through the students, and you can call it Clifton Strengths for me. For me, write that in sharpie just above that little crossed out students part. It'll be great. Uh, we got 34 strengths, 34 strengths that um, Mr. Clifton says each and every one of us has and that the order of those strengths, each and every one of us is unique in the situation that, you know, they're ordered. And, you know, it's kind of a relief to me to know that, you know, I can't be um, – Bill Gates because I'm not smart enough, or I can't be Bill Gates because I'm not wealthy enough. I can't be Bill Gates because I didn't create my. I just I I would never be able to be Bill Gates because nobody can be Bill Gates but Bill Gates, and that's exciting. It's also a little it's a little bit of a relief too because now you don't have to look at that bar and go, God, how am I ever going to cross that threshold? Because you don't. You're never going to have to cross that threshold. What threshold you are going to have to cross, though, is the threshold that is you. But anyway, going back to what I was saying, um, we're going to try to get through as many of these strengths as we can tonight. Uh, but if we, if you're enjoying this, and I'm pretty sure we're never going to get through all 34 strengths, uh, please uh, drop a line and email uh, mary at beunique.org. That's mary at b. U-N-E-K-E dot org. And let her know you really enjoyed the show tonight and you'd like to hear more. And again, I can't do nothing but encourage you to go ahead and buy it because when you do buy the the book, you'll get the uh, slip uh, the slip of paper that will be in the book to give you um, access to the code. And that way you can go to the website and you can go ahead and start your own assessment and find out your own strengths. And I'll repeat that website at the end of the show. But let's go ahead and be organized tonight, and we're going to start with the first one. We're going to start with the first one, which is – and it starts with an A. The first one is Achiever. And I'm going to be reading these from the book, so this will get you all hot and inspired about buying the book. But uh, anyway, Achiever. Your Achiever theme helps explain your drive. Achiever describes a constant need for achievement. You feel as if every day starts at zero. By the end of the day, you must achieve something tangible in order to feel good about yourself. And by every day, you mean every single day, work days, weekends, vacations. No matter how much you may feel you deserve a day of rest, if the day passes without some form of achievement, no matter how small, you will feel dissatisfied. You have an internal fire burning inside you. It pushes you to do more, to achieve more. After each accomplishment is reached, the fire dwindles for a moment, but very soon it rekindles itself, forcing you toward the next accomplishment. 
Your relentless need for achievement might not be logical. It might not even be focused, but it will always be with you. As an achiever, you must learn to live with this whisper of discontent. It does have its benefits, though. It brings you the energy you need to work long hours without burning out. It is a jolt you can always count on to get you started on new tasks and new challenges. It is the power supply that causes you to set the pace and define the levels of productivity for your work group. It is the theme that keeps you moving. Does that sound like you? Are you an achiever? Are you somebody who wakes up every day and says, you know, I've got to do something significant. I have got to move mountains. Is that you? Well, Don Clifton in his book calls that achiever. Calls that an achiever. And he has action items. Another another really cool thing about this book, okay? It doesn't leave you hanging there with like, okay, well, achiever kind of sounds like me, I guess. No. It gives you achiever action items, stuff that you can do to uh, cultivate that strength. And let's uh, look at a little bit of some of them. Um, let's see. Well, you could use your energy as efficiently as possible and take regular uh, breaks during your work so you can connect with others in person. You can partner with somebody with strong discipline or focused talents who can help you sort through your priorities. And I'm sure that's, you know, that's, that can be kind of a challenge too as an achiever is like well, what, you know, what area am I going to overcome today? What area am I going to tackle today? Because I know in all of our walks through life, we have all sorts of things we got to face. And uh, as an achiever, you know, even if you're superhuman, which nobody is, uh, you're never going to be able to tackle everything. You've got to decide what you are going to tackle and how you're going to get through that day accomplishing something. And again, you know, it's, it's like after every one of these themes are listed in the book, um, Don Clifton, the author, um, goes ahead and he lists items that you can take action with to cultivate these things. And that is really cool. Because, you know, you're not just sitting there again, you know, like a lot of self-help books, you know, this is what you need to do. This is how you do it. And they just kind of leave you hanging there. This book is completely different in that it not only, uh, you know, gives a good self-description, gives a good description of your personality if you're that achiever, uh, but also gives you things you can do to cultivate or, you know, or broaden that theme. And I, you know. That, that's good for me because I'm one of those people that needs to have action items given to them. You know, sometimes I get things get lost. But anyway, the first theme that um, Mr. Clifton is saying is that of the achiever. Does the achiever sound like you? Think about it. The next one, again, we're going in alphabetical order here, so we're still in the A's. It's going to be Activator. Uh, and I'm reading this from the book. Activator, when can we start? This is a reoccurring question in your life. You are impatient for action. You may concede that analysis has its uses or that debate and discussion can occasionally yield some valuable insights, but deep down, you know that the only action is real. Only action can make things happen. Only action leads to performance. Once a decision is made, you cannot act. Others may worry that there are, quote, still some things we don't know, unquote, but this doesn't seem to slow you down. 
if the decision has been made to go across town, you know the fastest way to get there. You are not going to sit around waiting until all lights have turned green. And besides, in your view, action and thinking are not opposites. In fact, guided by your activator theme, you believe that action is the best device for learning. You make a decision, you take action, you look at the result, and you learn. This learning informs your next action and your next. How can you grow if you have nothing to react to? Well, you believe you can't, and you must put yourself out there. You must take the next step. It is the only way to keep your thinking fresh and informed. The bottom line is you know you will be judged not by what you say, not by what you think, but by what you get done. And this does not frighten you. It pleases you. Activator. Activator. Person wants to start, wants to keep going, wants to get things done. Does that sound like you? Are you an activator? Do you go to your day going, how do I get these things done? I'm going to get these done regardless. I'm going to persevere. I am going to work at, at uh, you know, moving forward. That's the activator. Are you that person? Hmm, think about it. Now, some actions you can take as an activator. Okay, again, you know, consider becoming an entrepreneur. Make a list of possible businesses you could start. Grow and sell once they you know, start showing a profit. You may lose interest once an enterprise is so fine-tuned that it runs inside itself, but that's okay because lots of people can run a business, but activators have a special ability to getting them off the ground. Can you think of an activator? Can you think of somebody that you know in your life that starts something, gets things moving, gets things going? I know a few. The next one we want to talk about, theme that we want to talk about, this will probably be our last one before the break, is adaptability. All right. Now, adaptability. This is really cool. You live in the moment. You don't see the future as a fixed destination. Instead, you see it as a place that you can create out of the choices that you make right now. And so you discover your future one choice at a time. This doesn't mean that you don't have plans. You probably do. This theme of adaptability does not enable you to respond willingly to the demands of the moment, even if they pull you away from your plans. Unlike some, you don't resent sudden requests or unforeseen detours. You expect them. They are inevitable. Indeed, on some level, you actually look forward to them. You are, at heart, a very flexible person who can stay productive when the demands of work are pulling you in many different directions at once. Adaptability. Adaptability. Strength. A strength. It's a strength. It's a strength that I don't have. I don't do well on script. Um, Sometimes I just kind of do what I'm doing right now because this is unscripted and, you know, it doesn't sound too good. But it doesn't matter because a person with the ability for adaptability, right, loves a situation where change is very present and it happens and it's unstoppable and they're ready to deal with it. They're ready to deal with it because it is a strength that they have. And one of the adaptability action items is, and this is, I thought this was really interesting, was that if you have a strength of adaptability, you should avoid making impulse purchases. You need to ask yourself whether something is a want 
or something is a need. If you can't tell which it is, take a walk around the block before you spend your money. A little time and perspective can help you make better choices. Wow. How true is that? So the three, uh, the three strengths we were talking about, all, of course, in the A section is achiever. Achiever is somebody who needs to go and have something done every day. Has to accomplish something every day. Activator, person who needs action. A person who starts, you know, who gets things done as well. Um, you know, they say, you know, they don't, an activator doesn't want to be judged by what, you know, you say, but and not what you think, but, you know, what, what that person gets done. And last, the last one we talked about is adaptability. All three of those are strengths. All three of them you may or may not have. But the only way you can figure that out, the only way to find that out for sure is going to the website. Let me give you that website again. It's www.strengthquest.com. You'll sign in and get an access code. And when you get your access code, you will start taking that test. And after 30, let me be honest with you, it's it's been a long test. But take and answer every question. Because when we come back from the break, I'm going to tell you my three strengths. And I'm going to tell you um, whether or not, whether or not they were dead on. And um, uh, I tell you, when I when I took the uh, I took the test, I was not quite surprised. But we'll go ahead and tackle that after the break. It's unscripted. It's nine o'clock, and you are listening to Tony Taylor on Be Unique Radio. Have you ever read a web article on the internet that really spoke to you? No, I mean really spoke to you. Well, let me tell you about Newsly. Newsly is the new and incredible audio app made especially for iOS and Android. Newsly picks up web articles about the most trending topics throughout the entire internet. And at any given moment, Newsly reads those web articles to you in a natural human voice. Browse your favorite articles from topics you choose... Stop scrolling, start playing, start listening, and start learning. And Newsly has podcasts as well. Explore trending podcasts from over 40 countries. Our podcasts, Unscripted, Coffee Candy and Creative, and On Demand are there too. Go to www.newsly.me to download and use Newsly for free now. And if you use promo code BEUNIQUERADIO, all one word and with caps, Receive a one-month free premium description. For the first time in the history of the Internet, the web becomes listenable. Listen and learn with Newsly. Unique works to change the world for a better tomorrow, using digital mediums to connect the dots of the world through professional storytelling. We have all embracing all-inclusive heart and are always learning to create new things to revitalize and sustain old things while recognizing our differences we use positive and universal thinking to strategize for a positive outcome we collaborate people of all distinctions to create a better me a better you a better us by caring for others there's no room in our hearts for hatred racism or egoism so Let our visions heal and keep the promises of what we will be. One day, by living helpful, caring, and happy, healthy, and sensual lives, 
With the wonderful staff and volunteers at the uni, we will continue to pursue that dream by making the world a better place for everyone. From everyone at BeUnique.org, to our readers and listeners, thank you for all your support. There's so much more on the way. Let me ask you a question. Do you prefer coffee or tea? This is a question we ask on our fun and informative millennial talk show called Coffee or Tea, No Phones Allowed. And why do I know? Because I'm Anna. I'm one of the co-hosts. It's a great time. It's a professionally edited weekly series that's free to watch on Be Unique's YouTube channel. That's B-U-N-E-K-E. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode and leave us a comment with your topic or guest recommendations. We love hearing from you. If you like the show tonight, let us know. Call 321-417-4309 or email mary at beunique.org to ask how you can sponsor the show. It's simple and doesn't have to cost much at all. Visit beunique.org for even more details. That's B-U-N-E-K-E dot org. Join the global world changers who already know how Be Unique helps bring together like-minded humans who are making the world a better place. Read the magazine and blog posts, watch our videos, listen to our podcast, and visit our social media from one location and let's work together. Change tomorrow by finding solutions today. Visit BeUnique.org to learn more. That's B-U-N-E-K-E dot org. Thanks for listening, and remember, the best way to be unique is to just be you. You gotta love that. I, I do. I always love uh, ending commercial breaks with uh, that, because you know what? Being unique is just being you. And uh, that's the whole philosophy behind uh, BeUnique.org, and uh, it's really a privilege and an honor to be a part of the family. I, uh, I greatly appreciate it. And that is in all seriousness. So we're back. And uh, you are listening to Unscripted. It is uh, the 9 o'clock hour. Uh, we're halfway through our show. And uh, like I kind of figured, um, we aren't going to get anywhere near finishing tonight's topic. What tonight's topic is, we're looking at Clifton's Strength for Students. It's a textbook that I had to buy uh, for college this year. I'm back in school. Um, yeah. I'm back in school. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Let me find it. Let me find it. Let me find it. Let me find it. Hold on a minute. Hold on. There you go. I'm back in school. Yeah, I'm back in school discovering that age really did make a difference. <laughs> uh, but seriously, I'm enjoying every minute of it. It's been great. Um, but anyway, we are looking tonight at Clifton's Strength for Students, and it's a fabulous book. It's by Don Clifton. He's a psychologist that in the 50s discovered an interesting way to look at the self-help situation, and that is instead of focusing on weaknesses, problems, things that we feel tie us down, <clears throat> Mr. Clifton decided, no, that's not what we're going to do. We're going to focus on strength because it's with strength that we find the power and the being, 
to not become overwhelmed in life and not let life overwhelm us. We use our strengths because we understand them. And by understanding our strengths, we're better able to understand problems and challenges we face throughout the days, throughout the weeks, throughout the months, throughout the years. And we find it easier to combat them. Also, one of the things that uh, is a great takeaway from this book is that, you know what, your hero in life may be an actor, may be an entrepreneur, may be a business person, something like that, and you admire them and you think to yourself, why can't I be more like this person? Well, you can stop thinking that right now. Because according to Mr. Clifton, you're never going to be that person. The only person you're ever going to be is you. And it fits in right with our Be Unique philosophy because you are unique, you are different, and you are special. And because you're different, because you're unique, because you are special, you have unique strengths within you that are strictly about you. And knowing those strengths is having the ability to utilize them so that when problems and when things come up in life and you become overwhelmed, you can fall back on those strengths and you can use them to your best advantage. And uh, that, to me, is very, very, very positive. I find it very, very uplifting. And um, it's one of those books that you know not only motivates you but gets you excited. And uh, I'm excited, and I'm glad it's my textbook this year. And I have – it's a very – you know, you look at this book, and you think to yourself, oh, this must be a tome. This must be thousands and thousands of pages because, you know, everybody's got strength, you know, blah, blah, blah. And it's, you know, no, this book is only 224 pages. This is an easy read, everybody. It's an easy read, but a powerful read. And uh, you're going to want to go out and pick that up. I think you can get it for $17 on – uh, Amazon.com, I think. Now, when you do get the book, uh, it's going to give you an access code to be able to take the test yourself and to find out for yourself just what your strengths are. And um, I promised on this second half of the show that I'd talk about the strengths that um, I seem to have. Now, when I took the test, um, uh, they automatically sent my strengths to me in an email. And the three strengths that, according to uh, Clifton, that um, I possess are three strengths we have not talked about because we have barely getting, gotten through the A's. <laughs> but my three strengths are restorative input and context. Wow. That sounds pretty ambiguous, doesn't it? Restorative uh, what was my second one? I'm sorry. I'm looking at my sheet. I'm looking at my report right now, usually. Uh, restorative input and context. And I want to talk about those for a minute uh, because, you know, we all read different assessments and we all can see similarities. We see things we recognize in those reports about ourselves, but are they truly accurate? Well, I can tell you folks right now, without a doubt, that Mr. Clifton nailed it with me. He nailed it with me. But in order to understand how he did that, you probably are wondering, well, what is restorative? What is input? What is context? And again, they don't have to be in any necessary order. They are just there for you because they are uniquely you. So let's go to the book. 
And let's first look up C, which would be the closest one to where we were at. That's going to be context. Hang on a second. I should have these marked. If I were a responsible podcast host, I would have these marked, but I don't. So please, uh, I'm asking you to uh, forgive me of my latent um, irresponsibility. Anyway, context. Context. I'm going to read this is from the book. Context. You look back. You look back because that is where the answers lie. You look back to understand the present, and from your vantage point, the present is unstable. It's a confusing clamor of competing voices. It is only by casting your mind back to an earlier time, a time when the plans were being drawn up, that the present regains its stability. Hmm. What that anyway, the earlier time was a simpler time. It was a time of blueprints. As you look back, you begin to see these blueprints emerge. You realize what the initial intention were intentions were, sorry. These blueprints are intention or intentions have since become so embellished that they are almost unrecognizable. But now this context theme reveals them again. This understanding brings you confidence. And there's more to it, but that. But the main idea is looking back. Do I look back? Oh boy, do I! Um, I um, I always come at uh, decisions that I have to make by re- replaying or remembering very similar circumstances that I faced in my life, and I use those circumstances, those memories, and those past experiences. I use them to kind of fall back on and give myself what the book calls a blueprint of, 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 of action that I need to take in order to solve what is facing me at that moment. That is context. And do I, do I utilize context? Man, almost every day I utilize it. And uh, it's, it's it's pretty relevant in my life, believe me. Uh, and again, I want to stress the fact that I took this test um, because I had to, uh, but I am telling you to take the test because you're going to want to, because you're going to want to know your strengths. You're going to want to know these things. And believe me, you will be pleasantly surprised on how much these themes really nail your person. And you take and it's obvious that something's going to tick because these the questions you face are not hard. It isn't like doing you know college algebra. It's just answering questions about you know how you respond in this world. And uh, let's look it up. My next one was um, input. All right, well let's see what input's all about. Again, these were my top three um, strength themes that. After I took the test, they were given to me through an email as a result. All right, input. You are inquisitive. You collect things. You might collect information, word, facts, books, and quotations, or you might collect tangible objects such as butterflies, baseball cards, porcelain dolls, or sepia photographs. I'll stop right there. I'm a big collector. Uh, I, I, I'm a huge reader. If you were looking at this office right now where I'm doing this podcast from, uh, you would see wall-to-wall books. I collect books. I love books. I love reading. I love books. I love books. I love books. I love books. 
And books to me were always my, you know, uh, travel guide to an endless world of possibility, places, people, and things. Uh, so, man, I, I love the collecting. Am I inquisitive? Well, my philosophy in life, and I know you've heard this before, I'm not even going to call it a cliche because to me it's a doctrine. There are no stupid questions. The only stupid question is the one not asked. And I know we've heard that a million times, but it's the, it's the truth. It really is. Am I inquisitive? Oh, you bet. <laughs> if I don't understand something, um, I'm going to let you know because I'm going to ask. Because, I mean, you know, really, if you find yourself without an answer, um, well, how do you get that answer? You ask. It's, it's easy. Okay, so getting back to reading about input, it says whatever you collect, you collect it because it interests you. Yes, it does. Movies interest me. I'm a movie fanatic, okay? You go into my office, you look around, it's like a pop art nightmare. It's got movie-related items everywhere. I'm down to movie posters, scripts, autographs. Books, CDs, DVDs, all that stuff. It, it's just, it's there because it interests me. And, okay, we'll continue reading. It says, and yours is the kind of mind that finds so many things interesting. The world is exciting precisely because of its infinite variety and complexity. If you read a great deal, huh you read a great deal, it is not necessarily to refine your theories, but rather to add more information to your achieves. If you like to travel, it is because each new location offers novel artifacts and facts. These can be acquired and then stored away. Now, why are they worth storing? At the time of storing it, it often seems hard to say exactly when or why you might need them, but who knows? There might come a time when you will need them, and they will become and, – and they will be useful. With all these possible uses in mind, you really don't feel comfortable throwing anything away. So you keep acquiring and compiling and filing stuff away. It's a thing. Keep your mind fresh. Perhaps one day some of it will prove valuable. Now, when we hear about a person collecting things and filing it away, we get this horrible image of that just horrible show that was on television. I'm sorry if you enjoyed it. I thought it was horrible. Uh, hoarders. No, it's, it's nothing like that. It's not a compulsion to just have something. It's a compulsion to collect something because it's interesting to you. The world interests you. And all of these things that interest you stay in the back of your mind because, like the book says, like Mr. Don Clifton writes, you may find it useful someday. Have I found stuff useful? Um, yes, I have. Um, just little, you know, so many things right now. I'm looking around the office right now. Uh, so many things that I have. There are little bits and pieces where I have been drawn to go back to them, and they have been needed. But again, I want to stress, this isn't like that stupid TV show, The Hoarders. This is not anything like that. No, this is about finding things that, um, that interest you, and that in turn acts as a catalyst for you to become more interested in the world. Hmm. Interesting. 
the last one of my three that was given to me was restorative. And uh, I'm holding a microphone with one hand, and I'm dialing through a book with another. So bear with me, folks. Restorative. Here it is. Restorative. Restorative is a strength where you love to solve problems, whereas some are dismayed when they encounter yet another breakdown. You can be energized by it. You enjoy the challenge of analyzing the symptoms, identifying what is wrong, and finding the solution. You may prefer practical problems or conceptual ones or personal ones. You may seek out specific kinds of problems that you have met many times before and that you're confident you can fix, or you may feel the greatest push when faced with complex and unfamiliar problems. Your exact preferences are determined by your other themes and experiences. Ah, that's where context fits in. But what is certain is that you enjoy bringing things back to life. It is a wonderful feeling to identify the undermining factors, eradicate them, and restore something to its true glory. Do I love solving problems? Yes, I do. And um, I spent most of my early days uh, right out of school as an assistant director in film and TV. And that is probably the hardest job I've ever had and enjoyed at the time. Uh, but that entire job, you know, you, you hear the phrase or you hear the description, assistant director, it's kind of deceptive. It really has nothing to do with what a film director does. The film director is the person in charge of the creativity in the film. The AD or assistant director, is the man or woman that makes all of those visions, all of those possibilities possible. He's a problem. She, she and he, he or he are problem solvers. And, uh, boy, some of the problems we faced uh, while making films uh, seemed insurmountable. And I just had a thought. It's just crossed my mind, and I love it because books like this, like Clifton Strengths, are always in the back of your mind because they strike such a chord. Uh, but I was thinking to myself, wow, uh, restorative is 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 almost connected to context and input, so it makes sense that. My three strengths, top three, because we have five, uh, top three strengths would be interconnected like that. I find it very interesting. And I find this book extremely interesting, and we are running out of time. Um, but I would like to stress that um, if you want to be able to face situations, challenges, obstacles, why fall back on those weaknesses you know you may have? Why not find out what your strengths are? Because if you find out what your strengths are, you can harness that energy, you can harness that power, and believe me, you will have an easier way to overcome because you're already strong in that sense. And that is a very you – know, and to me, it's so uplifting to find something that focuses on – the positive instead of the negative. And that's what we always try to do here at BNA. We always try to look at the positive because, you know, the world is a positive place. It's only a matter of perspective. 
that it's not. But anyway, um, we will. If you enjoyed this discussion and you would like to learn the other thirty-one strengths that are there, um, go to Amazon.com. Go to Don Clifton. Go to Clifton Strengths for Students. And order the book. It is an absolute fantastic read. It's a short read. It's only 224 pages, but it is 224 impactful pages that will definitely give you a better understanding of yourself and just who you are. Or what you can do is email mary at beunique.org. Tell her how much you enjoyed listening to this segment and that you would like to continue on listening and finding out more about these strengths. And maybe even if you're bold enough, listen live on Thursday and give me a call at 516-418-5651 where we can actually talk together about your strengths and how to use them and how to utilize them and how to make them a positive force within your life. Again, you know, go ahead, uh, email Mary at beunique.org. That's B-U-N-E-K-E.org. Tell her how much you enjoyed Unscripted this week and that we were discussing Don Clifton's Clifton Strengths for Students and that you'd like to hear more about it because I could go on about this book all day because it's that important of a read. And remember, when you do get the book, if you're not in college, Go ahead and take a Sharpie and just cross out that students and put me. So make it Clifton Strength for me because they are for you. They were written for you, and you can use them. So I hope you'll do that. I really want to thank you for uh, joining us tonight on Unscripted. Again, you know, we, tr- we strive on this podcast to have guests uh, that we interrelate to and talk with, but you know, sometimes these things happen and we don't get them and then you get stuck with me. So um, I hope you enjoyed me tonight. And I certainly, certainly enjoyed being on the show tonight and discussing this book with you. And I'm going to give the uh, web address one more time so you can know where to go to take that that's, uh, go ahead and uh, go to www.strengthquest.com, sign in, and then redeem your access code uh, that you will get in the book. I don't think I mentioned that earlier. The access code comes with each book. You'll plug in the access code, and you'll be open to the test where you can sit down and take tests and uh, gather your ideas and learn your strengths because, believe me, you want to know these to carry them through your day. So uh, I hope uh, I hope you'll do that, and you'll be definitely doing yourself a favor. Well, that's it, folks. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. 
So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.